Hey friend, this is Nikki Teague. Welcome to the Constant Surrender Podcast, where we talk about our constant need to surrender to Jesus' leading one decision at a time. As you listen weekly, I pray that you will be encouraged to take your next step of surrender, whatever that looks like for you. It may be a career change, having a nicer attitude towards loved ones, or finally doing that one thing you know God has been calling you to do. I am so excited you are here, and I can't wait to dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Constant Surrender Podcast. I am Nikki Tig. I am your host, and I am so glad you are listening. Guys, I missed posting an episode last month. I mean, what is this life? But, you know, we started this series off. We started our podcast, season two. That's what I'm trying to say. Season two off in January. And we talked about surrendering perfection. And you know what? That's what we're doing. Because my perfect podcast schedule is not so perfect. And that is okay. It is okay. We give ourselves grace. Okay, that's what we do around here. So if you're listening to the Constant Surrender podcast, we give ourselves grace, okay? Okay, listen, how is it April already? Y'all, it's April. Like, how are we doing with this? Like, didn't didn't it just, wasn't it just New Year's? Like, what is happening? There is so much going on. There's so much changing so quickly like our world there's so much going on but I'm I'm just going to focus on the good I'm focusing on um warmer weather can I get an amen I'm so glad that it's spring season warmer weather longer days I'm here for it I'm here for it all but as I think about the seasons changing And, you know, you're seeing the birds flying around. You've got flowers that are growing, all the things, all the things are blooming, you know, but I'm reminded that our season of our lives are changing as well. And some of us are walking through seasons of transition, walking through job changes, seasons that are challenging, maybe a a challenging season of marriage or parenting, y'all, all the things, or seasons of waiting. We all have seasons. So no matter what season this is, like no matter what's going on in this season for you, here's a reminder. Seasons don't last forever. It will pass. It will pass. But the best thing to do in what Ever season we're in is to learn from it. I am so positive that God is teaching us something if we allow ourselves to see it. I'm definitely in a different season. I've changed jobs recently. So there's a, a season of transition there. And I'm definitely learning a lot of lessons, learning some, some great things and I will just say there are some some things as we think about our seasons, there are some things that are hard. They are hard lessons, not only to learn, but some 
have the nerve to require us to change our behavior. I mean, what is that? (laughs) We have to change our behavior or change our mindset. And that is actually what we're going to talk about today. Our mindset. Our mindset or there listen, there are some deep rooted things that are hard to change or hard to acknowledge. But shout out to Jesus and therapy for helping me with my junk. I'm just saying. So the thing is, I've always been a person like as a teen or even in my adult life, like this was my thing as I've just always been this way. I find deals on purchases like y'all, I can bargain shop like no other. Okay. All the things like I've worn it like a badge of honor. (laughs) And of course, good stewardship is important. But I have come to realize for me, it was a little bit deeper than that. It was actually much deeper than that. (laughs) And honestly, not super healthy. Because I grew up with very little extra money. I mean, growing up, we did not have a lot. So it was, you know, there just was not a lot of extra cushion. And at 19 years old, I had my son. Like I had a whole human to take care of at 19. And I was in college and, you know, college full time, having a child. So I, and it was, I was able to work a little bit, but not a lot. So I did not have a lot of extra money. And so, like I said, growing up, not a lot, 19, had my son, I got married at 22 and like right before college graduation. So I started my, my job, you know, after, after college where I started at the bottom of the ladder and you just kept hearing, you got to pay your dues, you got to pay your dues, all the things. And I made little money there, you know, as well. But to be honest, I didn't even know how to manage the little that I had. So just really throughout my life, it was just um, not a lot. It just was never enough, like just not a lot of, of money, not a lot of abundance. I'll just say that. So like when I think about that, I just think lack or not enough or poor or scarce, clearance, can't afford it can't do it. You know, those words marked me. And they didn't only describe my financial situation, but my mental situation as well. Those words shape me in ways that I can't describe. And I still find myself struggling with it. Y'all, I struggle I didn't realize, like I said, it's much deeper than I, than I knew, but I I find myself struggling with the words receiving and actually the action of receiving abundance, plenty more like, and again, not just describing financial situation, but mental as well. And that was really sobering for me to realize how how deeply I, I struggle with this. And, you know, God pointed it out to me recently that although I have grown tremendously in this area, y'all, I was terrible. Let, let me tell you, I I had a hard time receiving like so badly. I had a hard time letting people like 
take me out for my birthday and pay for a birthday dinner. I was like, no, 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 I got it. I promise I can do this. It was, it was a struggle. I mean, I remember, it's so embarrassing to say this, but I remember going out to lunch with friends and I was like, I can pay for my food. But then I was not ready. They actually had the nerve to buy me a gift. Like they all bought me. I was like, wait, what? I'm so Here's me like really struggling with even receiving that and thinking like, I'm paying them back. Y'all, who, do, who does that? Who does that? Who thinks like that? Me. I'll just tell you. I did. So really, I have grown. <laughs> I have grown a lot from that. Um, I was, you know, I was, I'm going to tell you, I was an adult. It wasn't like I was a kid. Like I was an adult. Um, but God pointed that out to me that I have, I, he showed me, you know, you, I've grown in this area, but I still fall victim to the scarcity mindset. So I thought because, you know, <laughs> I hate to brag, but I let people buy my birthday lunch now, birthday dinners, and I don't try to pay them back. Um, that he's like, yeah, you, you good job, but you still, you still have some growing to do. So I realized I still have that. I still have that, that scarcity mindset that I'm, I'm working through. And I've, I found myself thinking more about my limited resources than God's unlimited provision. Like, why? Why do I do this? Why do I do this? Well, I wonder how many of you do it as well. Because friend, if you are listening to this podcast, you probably you could struggle with this. I'd say you might struggle because the title is a dead giveaway. The title of the podcast is a dead giveaway of what we're talking about today. So you you listened intentionally. So I just, here's what I hope. Here's what we're gonna do. I hope that as you are listening, that you are honest about this topic and how it affects you how it affects your daily life. And I know that that may sound dramatic, but seriously, I have no doubt if scarcity mindset is something that you may struggle with, it it probably affects you more than you know. It can it's something that can affect us daily if we're not intentional about taking those thoughts captive. And I really believe that that is the key to living fruitful lives. We have to take those thoughts captive and we have to get over the scarcity mindset. So I truly, truly pray that if this is something that you struggle with, that, you know, maybe just through listening to this today and just the work of the Holy Spirit, um, that there's some things that may be, you know, illuminated to you that's going on in your life that maybe you're like, okay, i I need to release that. So I just think about just this, the, the truth. I have to think about the truth. I can't think about and focus on how I feel. I have to think about the truth. The truth is, even as, as it relates to my finances, like I'm like, God is not broke. Can I get an amen? God's not broke. He's not broke. Like he doesn't lack, like lack is not one of his words. Limitation? Nope, not one of his words. Shortage? Nope, not him. Those those things are not consistent with his character and who he is. And God is just so stretching me in this area and reminding me of that. 
He's reminding me. And y'all, it's so hard. It's so hard to think that way, especially when you grew up with, with little and started your adult life like with very little. It's just so hard. And But I, he's stretching me. He's growing me in this area. And I have to think, I'm like, why do we ask God for so little when he offers us so much? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? There is definitely, there is definitely something about being, you know, good stewardship, being responsible, all of those things. I'm not saying like we going out and, you know, buying cars, buying houses and all things. I'm just saying in our everyday do you shrink back? Do you find yourself shrinking back? And do your what about your fears? Do your fears about the future keep you from dreaming about the future? Do your fears about the future keep you from dreaming about the future? Because in that, I do believe there's a scarcity mindset attached to that. Do you struggle with thinking that you're not enough? Do you feel like you're constantly behind or feeling like you're playing catch up all the time. Those are some, those, I think that's what a scarcity mindset does when you think you're not enough or you feel like you're, you, you're behind or you have that mindset. If you see a job and you're like, oh my gosh, well, there's so many people applying for that position. Why should I apply? Like those types of things, or you think, oh my gosh, we will never be able to afford to go on that vacation. Or you you just struggle with those thoughts like that. Or you, even for me, I realize like, y'all, I realize just little things. Like I am responsible. I want to be responsible. Like even in doing laundry, I would like, you know, measure out how much detergent. But it's like, oh my gosh, you can't use too much. Don't use too much. We're going to have to, oh my gosh, you can't, can't do too much. Just the little things. That's what I talk about when I'm saying like daily, just It's ridiculous how much the scarcity mindset can affect us in our, in the small things, or I'm going to just say, maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but it's those, those things like that. It absolutely affects us. So if you struggle with some of those things of, of those thoughts, I just, I'm just want to say, Hey, me too. Okay. Me too. Um, but I want to say, let's, let's kind of, shift our thinking and just remember that Jesus is more, but, but he is more, he is enough. He is more than enough. He is everything. And I just think about like, how many times do I live with a less mindset when Jesus is more and I see limited, but Jesus is limitless. So maybe dreaming is, feels impossible for you, but Jesus makes it possible. A scarcity mindset says worry and Jesus says rest. A scarcity mindset makes us try to control the outcome and Jesus says surrender the outcome. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Oh, y'all. I'm going to probably need to write that on a post-it and remember that every day because I think about it like with a scarcity mindset. Seriously, if you have a scarcity mindset, you are trying to control the outcome. You are trying to control what's going to happen. And good gracious, Jesus, we we can't do that. We have to surrender the outcome. We cannot live in this scarcity mindset and shrink down. We have to rise up. We have to rise up. 
We so many times can hold back for fear of running out or not having enough and not asking for too much and all of these things. But we got to remember, we got to remember our to change our mindset. We have to remember he is enough. He's more than enough. He's limitless. And when I think about our mindset, Romans 12, 12, 2 tells us don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And don't we want to be in his will? But I just think about those those thoughts. Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world is fear and not enough, which is scarcity. So yeah, all of those are related. So that is it. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And when we have a renewed mindset that agrees with God's will, it just changes you. It just changes you. You will have, you will begin to have, have power and have success over your scarcity mindset. And we have to remember scriptures like 2 Corinthians 9, 8, that says God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. And again, there's so many times we think about this in financial terms, but how does this verse apply to your thoughts? How does this apply to your thoughts about yourself, about your situation, and about God? I'm going to read that again. God is able to bless you abundantly. Like, can you put your, fill your name in there? And God is able to bless whoever, like, put your name in there. Bless me abundantly. So then all things, at, at all times, having everything you need, you will abound in every good work. So I just, I'm just like, I get a little fired up about this because we do, we got to take those thoughts captive, which actually, I think about that, that verse all the time, y'all. I think about that verse all the time. So many times a day, I have to say it out loud. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse five through six, we tear down arguments and every presumption set up against the knowledge of God, set up against the knowledge of God. So when we are thinking about things that are not consistent with God's nature and his character and who he is, we got to, we have to tear that down and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. We do that. We have to take our thoughts captive. And y'all, I, I, I say it all day. I say that verse all day because scarcity mindset has affected me in ways beyond what I realized. And here's what I will say. I have been put in positions lately where I've been asked for vision and to dream. And that is so exciting but I couldn't do it. Y'all, I couldn't dream. I found it hard to dream and have vision for, for organizations or initiatives that I'm involved with. And that's one way God showed me, Nikki, you're operating out of a scarcity mindset. Again, it's not the same as being resourceful, responsible, logical, all those are great things. But I have found that personally, the scarcity mindset keeps me limited in my thoughts. So I'm sharing this with you as someone who has not overcome the scarcity mindset, but as someone who is overcoming the scarcity mindset. And I realize that God's capacity to give is far greater than my capacity to receive. He is a God of abundance and immeasurably more. 
how does that affect your thought life? How does that affect you? What if you surrender the scarcity mindset? I have to surrender it. And so do you. Because here's what I want to know. Here's what I wonder. I wonder who's waiting. Who's waiting for you to do that? Who will be impacted on the other side of your dream, of my dream, of your vision, of your abundant mindset? Who will be impacted? And that is what fires me up because it gives me chills to think of the women and the teens and the families that will be impacted when I allow myself to dream And to ask God to give me vision for what's to come and for what's possible. Because that's the truth. Our dreams are possible. So what dream do you have that your scarcity mindset is keeping you from achieving? There is no dream too big for our father. There's no need too great for him. The biggest need we have is Jesus. And God gave us exactly who we needed in Jesus. Jesus is king of everything, like every single thing. And as we live for him, may we grow in our knowledge and our love and our obedience and our, our ability to trust him with everything. May we not know it with our head, but may we know it and believe it in our hearts that there's no scarcity in him. And the truth is, when we operate in that scarcity mindset, it is so much harder for us to be generous to others. Friend, thank you for listening to the Constant Surrender podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss an episode. And it would mean so much if you took two seconds to rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. You can also follow Constant Surrender on Instagram or Facebook just so we can hang out until the next episode releases. And please know I am cheering you on as you make steps to live a constantly surrendered life.